Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. I'm Mark Anthony, and this is Demolition News Radio, episode 80. In this episode, one watershed after another. This show is brought to you by Hydroquip, the UK's largest independent provider of on-site hose repairs. Call 0845-812-0212 for the 24-7 national call-out service. Or download the Hydroquip Job Manager app for iOS and Android devices from the App Store. A watershed moment is defined as a critical turning point in time or an historic moment after which things will not be the same as before. Those of us allied to the demolition and construction industries have seen more than our fair share of watershed moments in the past few years. When part of the boiler house at the Didcot A power station collapsed and killed four men, it was widely described as a watershed moment for health and safety at work. The Grenfell Tower disaster, which claimed the lives of 71 people, was described as a watershed moment for construction procurement policy. And most recently, the collapse of construction giant Carillion is being described as a watershed moment for financial management and guardianship. Yet, as far as I can tell, none of these incidents have actually proved to be a critical turning point. In fact, rather than being an historic moment after which things will not be the same as before, each of these has so far proved that things remain the same regardless of what's happened. It will soon be the second anniversary of the Didcot power station disaster, but there, there is yet to be a redefining of health and safety practices. There's been no new guidance issued on the deconstruction or demolition of power stations. Across the UK, across Europe and across the world, power stations are being demolished using methods and practices that might or might not be proved to be insufficiently safe or excessively hazardous. It's seven months since the tragic blaze at Grenfell Tower that was quickly followed by speculation about the viability of the external cladding used on the building and the fact that a more expensive but more fire-resistant alternative had not been selected. And yet, up and down the land, the lowest-priced wins mentality still dictates who wins construction and demolition work. Maybe the demise of Carillion is still a little too fresh to have yet had any lasting impact. But while industry is keen to appoint responsibility and the media is keen to suggest that the government is ultimately to blame, little or nothing is being done, A, to ensure that Carillion subcontractors and suppliers get paid, and that B, the same thing doesn't happen next week or next month with another big-name contractor. And now, a word from our sponsor. CanTrack Global provides the only tracking device capable of working on demolition equipment and attachments out of the box. Its super rugged design is fully waterproof and provides both the equipment location and the ability to recover in the event of a theft. Attachment recoveries were up 220% in 2016. See CanTrackGlobal.com or Google the CanTrack asset to find out more. The problem with all these events, and many others like them, is that they have a relatively short shelf life among a wider public with an increasingly short attention span. We all felt sorry for the families and friends of those killed and injured at Didcot, but eventually we all had to go back to work and get on with our lives. We all shared the horror of the Grenfell Tower disaster and wondered how such a thing could happen in one of the most affluent parts of the nation's capital.
But then something else took over the news headlines, and slowly but surely, we turned our collective attention away. And although the media will drag out the collapse of Carillion for as long as it can find a minister with which to beat it, that too shall pass. The problem, of course, is the fact that all of these things take far too long to investigate. By the time it comes to court or to public inquiry, the Grenfell Tower disaster will be largely consigned to the pages of history, much like Hillsborough, Moorgate and a host of other deadly accidents in which many were killed and in which the bereaved were given only scant consideration. The families of those that perished at Didcot on the 23rd of February 2016 will soon gather at the power station's gates to mark the second anniversary of the accident that claimed the lives of their loved ones. They had to wait for more than six months for three of those four men to be discovered in the ruins of the boiler house. And here we are, two years since the disaster, and none of us is any closer to discovering precisely what happened. In a just world, the collapse of Carillion will prove to be a watershed moment. If there's any justice in the world, Grenfell Tower might yet to be, prove to be a watershed moment. I'd like to think that Didcot might ultimately prove to be a watershed moment too, one that redefines health and safety at work and sets in place a new regime to ensure that such a disaster never again befalls the demolition industry. But I won't be holding my breath. Thanks for listening. If you would like to help support this show, Demolition News or The Demolition Magazine, please consider becoming a patron. Just head over to patreon.com forward slash demolition news to find out more.